And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! And welcome back to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. I am Mike. Holy cow. That's energy. See, Jason, you could learn. Jeez, that energy. was energy. Wow. That's what it's about, the shock factor. <laughs> Bam, in your face. Let's try this again, take two. Welcome to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. I'm Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Rob. Welcome. I said, it was, uh, I'm not going to cut that out. You know what? No? No. That, let's leave that right in. Yeah, B-roll stuff from? right off the hop. You weren't this lively 10 seconds ago. Like, because I'm on. <laughs> oh. Game oh, the spotlight is turned on. on. Okay. Yeah. All right. got to make up for your uh, lousy direction for that short that I was in. No kidding. <laughs> Pulled some footage. Yeah. Footage. <laughs> Mileage. <laughs> you, you, did, you did finally pull it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I pull it all the time. Ah, uh, shut up. The footage, dude. Um, I. The footage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what I call it. <laughs> now that we've just lost half our listeners because they are all puking, let's, uh... The footage. Yes. Not the image. No, the footage. All right. Let's, uh, get this dog and pony show underway. <laughs> There's ponies? No, there's not ponies. There's no ponies. No, I hope so. There's bronies. Well, that scares the hell of me. Why are you into horses? Sorry, not horses. Ponies. It's a brony thing, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> scares me that he knew that. I know, and made it an integral part of his movie. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. That's funny. It, okay. Okay. That's funny. Sure. Sure. So the brony community that rises up against me. Yeah. They're going to boycott the premiere. <laughs> They're going to stop both people from going in? I don't exactly. think so. <laughs> One, two, both. <laughs> well, director doesn't count. I figured you and I, we'd be the only two there. Oh, you actually thought I was going to go with this. <laughs> oh, you are mistaken, my friend. Guess I won't be there. He was my ride. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> awesome. I always wondered what a... Empty theater with I, one I, one lone one guy sitting seven center. It, it's going to be worse than that. Uh, what was that skinless? Remember oh yeah, they had people? thirteen people there. That was right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the record. Uh huh. Jason by himself. I love it. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> echo echo. Quote the director <laughs> yeah. on the no, DVD no. box. Yep. This is the greatest movie I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's cool. Love his mom. <laughs> on my son. <laughs> Jason who? Bystander. <laughs> Get out of the way. I want to go home. <laughs> it still baffles me how you guys are Jim carrying this flick, man. Jim carrying? Wow, that's you a verb. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> You're trying to torpedo your own flick. No, it's called building controversy. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's roll with that. <laughs> Even bad publicity is still publicity. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about what we've seen this week. Hmm. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> what about you? I did see a couple. What did you see? I actually, because I was, it was I was inspired from a, a magazine article about Eli Roth's Green Inferno. And he had 
um, six or seven cannibal movies that were listed that are like iconic cannibal movies. So I took the plunge uh-huh. and I found Cannibal Holocaust online. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. This work of art, I guess that's, I get away with calling it art because, uh, anyways, the, um, it's an, uh, it, it just, it's, it's an assault on the soul. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible. Really? And it, it's, it's just, I, I'm not quite sure how to describe it without getting uh, nauseated again. <laughs> is okay, it, that's is not it promising. Like, is it the so bad it's good thing? Or? No. No? No. It's the so bad it's bad thing? Yeah, that kind of thing. And then, because one of the worst parts about this, is they actually um, killed animals live as part of the movie. Wow. And it was quite a bummer to see some of this stuff. You're just like, oh, okay. Really? Really. And then after that, I decided to inflict more punishment upon myself. (laughs) And I watched Cannibal Ferox, which is kind of the um, spiritual ancestor, predecessor of Cannibal Holocaust. And we have even more animal killing on the screen. Oh, yummy. Oh, it's, 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 these are from Italian directors back in the eighties. And, um, one of the actors actually, they were doing a scene and one of the characters had fallen into a pit trap with a pig and the main character, or probably we'll call him the main protagonist. Okay. Or antagonist, yes, uh, because because he plays there there shades of gray. Fifty? Not really. <laughs> but, I find your lack of faith. So the, I did a little research on this, and the the guy that jumps down, he's going to rescue the girl that fell into the pit trap, and there's this pig there. The director tells this guy, "Take your knife, stab the pig." Legitimately killing the pig on film he refused the director goes well de niro would do it (laughs) the actor turns on the director he goes no de niro would be kicking your ass all the way back to new york no 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 do you know what de niro would say this is madness what you didn't hear that this is madness this is madness no No, we're not this is madness what should plug it in yeah it's plugged in we're not hearing that's it no I can hear it. We're not. No. This is madness. I hear voices in my head again. (laughs) No, dude, I can hear it in my headphones. We can't hear it at all. Neither can him. Anyways, I'm going to get back to my story. Anyway, the actor that refused to do this, um, the director said, fine. So what he had the actor do, take a real knife and a stunt double was just off camera and he was going to take the knife. Ow. What are you doing? Uh, he was going to take the knife and he was going to stab into a bowl of blood to get the, like a blood spray effect going on. Okay. The actor takes the knife and stabs the bowl. He goes straight down and slices the fuck out of the stunt double's hand. 
Oh, oh, jeez. This is madness. Did you hear it? Very. Yes, now we did, but it's very faint. This is madness. Yeah, there we go. Madness. All right. Okay. So <laughs> they actually had the the uh, before the actor almost killed his stunt double. The stunt double was the guy that actually killed the pig on film. Okay. That being said, about those two movies, Anchorman Two: The Legend Continues is worse. Wow. It is absolutely oh, wow. horrendous. Oh, wow. What are you it talking is... about? What? What are you talking about? No, what I'm talking about is a bad movie. Really? Yeah. That bad? Two hours. I didn't laugh once. I wanted to laugh. I remembered the Anchorman, the first one. You found a version that was less than two hours and 20 minutes? Because that's what I sat through. I saw the one that was that's on Netflix right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they have like the super extended extra laugh track cut or whatever they call it. Yeah. So it's, it, they added so much extra from the theatrical. Too low. Too low. And yeah, it's I sat through that. And now I did get a few little chuckles, but it was just there was too much of the same stuff from before. It just, it lost, it lost see, so much. I was going to go see it. I was actually going to take my friend Harrison Ford. Do you know what he said? I'm not going anywhere. So we didn't go. <laughs> Gee, I missed the soundboard. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Sarcasm is lost on you. I, I, I will say, I will say this. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> I will say this. At least he's got his timing better this week. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> No, but that, that, uh, it was terrible. I, I, I found nothing in that, even the slightest bit funny. Okay, I, I was wrong. The potential there for Kanye West being killed by uh, Steve Carell, yes. that put a smile on my face. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That whole crazy epic battle was the only part that I, I, kind of chuckled at that's the only part it's the same and even shit. then it was even then yeah it was the same thing they just they amped it up to crazy levels i've got a soundbite from kanye when he was interviewing for that movie yeah yeah i didn't understand it then either that <laughs> <laughs> thing is that does sound like something he would say <laughs> well kanye's on fire lately so oh jeez as per as per Kanye. Yeah, wait, I'll let you finish. Just a second. Thanks. Yeah, I had to get that in there. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, it, it, I couldn't believe every, they thought that this was going to be a good movie. When, when they finished filming it, and they thought, people will love it. And they actually put it in theaters, and they enticed <laughs> people to give them their hard-earned money to watch this. Twice they did that. Because they released it, and just before it got released on home video, it was released again. They put it in theaters twice. They should feel so bad about themselves. <laughs> but they don't. Do they need no, like, I know they don't. Do they need like a therapy support group? <laughs> no, because I don't want to meet anybody else that actually watched this. Because it will then, it would just, uh, like... The downward spiral of mass suicides would start. Once you get these people, they're going, "Yeah, that was a terrible movie. Why did we do that to ourselves?" <laughs> it would, it would just, it would get that that that's the first domino, 
and it just goes all the downhill hell. from there. Oh, terrible. Yeah. So when historians look back at what what was the the fall of human society, yeah, that, it started with Anchorman too. All right, we, we you heard, heard it here first, folks. That without a doubt in my mind, that that is the uh, the first push of the first domino. And see, I always thought it would be Jar Jar Binks, just like in Star Wars. See, okay, Jar Jar was annoying, but he wasn't the whole movie. He was bits and pieces of it, right? Yeah. This was the whole thing. Every time there was somebody acting on the screen and talking, it was annoying as fuck. Maybe you just didn't understand the humor. Still much to learn, you have. Maybe. I'm about to get beat up by a soundboard. <laughs> looks like it. Yeah. Gonna get beat up. Period. Of a <laughs> but it, it was just, I'm gonna go back and watch Cannibal Holocaust as I bleach. What really? Yeah. It's just you're, 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 Cannibal Holocaust I, as the as the palate cleanser? Yes. I hated this movie so much. I feel I like it was so bad. I kept checking the time to see how much time was left in the movie. <laughs> well, that smells stinking with. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. Big time. And it was just like, I looked at it and went, God damn, I'm only 20 minutes into this. How rude. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen it. Now, just judging from the level of your anger against no, this. No, no, <laughs> Not anger. Uh, hatred. Hatred. Okay. Now you know how I feel about the Lords of Salem because it's it, no, it, it's a very similar level. Right, it there. is not. Mine is much more passionate and fiery. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to succeed because you could beat me up. Because I could. <laughs> yes, I could. Yes, you could. Could I know you would could indicate that you might have a chance? No, <laughs> no, I know there's not a chance. I I know it could happen. Replace. Could with Will. No, I don't want to go that far. I'm hoping I can talk my way out of it. <laughs> what? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Did you, so, is that what you saw? The uh, three horrible, and, or two horrible and one absolutely disgustingly bad movie? Uh, and Inglorious Bastards. Oh, well, there you now, go. Now, was that before or after the other ones? This is today, actually. So, that might that didn't cleanse your palate enough? It did. But it's just you still got the aftertaste. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> nothing worse than cannibal aftertaste. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Okay. The worst part about that movie, they did a Sex Panther bit yep. in in the Anchorman, where Paul Rudd throws his jar of Sex Panther cologne, and he shoots it, and it sends a poison cloud of Sex Panther over the Canadian broadcasters, yep. and it kills them. This is not the most ridiculous thing in the movie. Sex Panther. Sex Panther. Remember his, his, is pointless. His, the most uh, banned cologne known to man, yeah. a musk. It actually has banned in 42 countries. And oh, really? Bits of, bits of uh, panther hide in it to... It's got real bits of panther, so you know it's good. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. <laughs> It sounds like gasoline. Sixty percent of the times it works. Fifty percent. Apparently, Axe has little pieces of shit in it. Is that what I'm getting? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. (laughs) But this movie was not that little piece of shit. 
It was the whole log. <laughs> okay. The whole log. I am never going to get those two hours back, and I regret every second of that, me watching that movie. Was that bad when the first 20 minutes? Why didn't you just stop? I have headphones in. I cannot hear you. If you want to talk to me, get on a mic. <laughs> Her question, was, hey. <laughs> her question was, after the first 20 minutes, if it was that bad, why didn't you shut it off? Well, I know that because you hope it gets better. You have to have that. that because I had so high hopes from the last one. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a little gold nugget somewhere buried in this pile <laughs> of shit. And after I spent two hours, I was wrong. He So, translating... He was following our podcast motto and giving it a good, honest watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And it it works, doesn't it? She? She? (laughs) (laughs) Well. (sighs) What about you, champ? Yeah, we have it in all. My list is very short. Two things. Just keep looking at two things. What? What? Your your Doctor Who and Mary Poppins shirt. Yes. It's a T-Fury original. Ooh. Like Mary Poppins is a <laughs> like to mean something. T-Fury is a great website. Every day is a different t-shirt. It's only Are we getting paid from so. them? No. Shut up. I'm just saying. Shut up. But anyways, I, it's, I, I said I just liked your shirt. And I you didn't have too. to plug the uh, the website. Anyways. I didn't go. Just describe the shirt. Okay. Anyways. Yes. It's Not Mary Poppins. It. It's Mary <laughs> Poppins coming out of the TARDIS. It implies that Mary Poppins is a Time Lord. And when you look at what her carpet bag could do, it's very TARDIS-like. <laughs> She can climb in that carpet bag. She can pull out lamps and stuff. So, yeah. Her carpet bag is much bigger on the inside. Uh, Anyways, so, to my list, my very short list, I watched one one full movie. And uh, it wasn't great, but, you know, you got to take it for what it was. I watched, too. I watched Badass 2 Badasses. The sequel to the Danny Trejo badass flick where he's Don't the old man. Don't recall that one. No, badass. Oh, that one. Yeah, geez. Danny Trejo is the old guy, and he's on he he's on a bus, and he beats the crap out of some gangbangers, so he becomes an instant like yeah, neighborhood celebrity. Viral. Somebody videotapes it, puts it on YouTube, and he becomes a big uh, big viral thing. And they oh, call, they call oh, him badass. Yeah, and he yeah, ends up taking down a gang or whatever. Yeah. Well, this is the sequel, badasses, badass two badasses, and he is joined by Danny Glover. Uh, Danny Glover is the old uh, angry old old guy who runs the local convenience store that Danny Trejo lives next door to, and they they, they bicker at each other all the time. But in the end, they start working together. And Danny Trejo or uh, Danny Trejo gets beat up by some guys after he takes a couple of them down. They're beating the hell out of him, and then all of a sudden, you see this hockey stick just taken all out. And there's Danny Glover. Apparently, he used to play hockey when he was a kid. <laughs> and he's like, "What? A black guy playing hockey?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they do a lot of that kind of humor. And then they have, because it is an action movie, humor. They because it is an action movie, they have the obligatory uh, um, setup montage. Yeah. So Trejo opens his closet. He's got all the same shirt, all the same pants and everything. And he's putting on his outfit with a blue T-shirt with the, the cargo shorts and the fanny pack. Yeah. And Glover opens his, and it's all these, like, bright green Adidas tracksuits. Goodness gracious me. Goodness gracious me. It, it's a it's a good for a chuckle. It's it is what you expect. It's really silly, and it gets a little over, like really over the top at one point. It takes out a helicopter with a hand grenade, and 
What? But yeah, he, he took a hand grenade from one of the bad guys and he kept it in his fanny pack while then they're getting chased by a helicopter and he throws the, the hand grenade out the window and boom, there goes the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he was hanging out the window and like full on baseball through it. Oh, he just, he just like kind of tossed it out. <laughs> That's how I do it. But it was easy. Don't go back there, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's good for a little chuckle and it's fun and yeah, he's got some badass moments. It's Trejo, he's a badass. There's no, no denying that. All you have to do is have Danny Trejo punching the fuck out of people. Yep, and it that's that's fun right there. And that's that's what the whole point of the movie is. Oh. And then yeah, Danny Glover and the little humor that he does. They at one point they're beating up this guy in a college frat house during a big party, and Glover's like rolling up on this little college co-ed, <laughs> and she's like. Oh yeah, I'd be all over you. I got these daddy issues, and <laughs> it's, it was that was pretty funny. <laughs> so it, you know, it, if you want to see like a, a cheesy little action with a lot of silly humor, it, I'd say give it a give it a watch. It's it's okay. A good, good honest watch. watch. Sure, why not? <laughs> the other thing I watched was um, I found out I've been wanting to see um, partially devoured. Films, the oh, partially devoured yeah, movies yeah. with Johnny Goulash. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it's available on Roku on Zombie TV channel. It's, it's, it's all zombie movie, all zombie related. But it all was only on on Wednesdays. Time. It was only on his show. Was only on on Wednesdays. It's uh, John Miori, right? Mm-hmm. That's what, okay. Well, Zombie TV has changed their format so that Uh-oh. it's, it's now more like Netflix, where you can now watch everything. On whatever's supposed to be on a certain day, you can watch them. Just the new new stuff will come out on that yeah. day. So I watched the first episode. It's it's pretty silly. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. John very, John's a really good guy. I very said it very old school. Yeah. Um, the first movie, I it was Bella Lugosi and the Brooklyn Gorilla or something, <laughs> and they had these two guys. I don't even remember their names, but he even Johnny Goulash actually says that these two guys only did like this one movie or whatever, but they had such a passing resemblance to Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis that they had trouble finding work after that. Ah. And then you see this movie and you go, holy cow, they're clones. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're so ripping off the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis dynamic. It was incredible. Awesome. But yeah, it's you know only 22 minutes to 30 minutes of an episode. Uh, so it, it's nice little, you get a nice little chunk there. And it's funny. It's very... Uh, Mystery Science Three Thousand. Yeah. So he's doing the commentary while you're watching, but it's it's it, it's fun. And if you want to see a nice ripping on zombie movies or whatever, even though I didn't see any zombies much, but Bella Lugosi was in it. Wow, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was a good watch. I I enjoyed it. I'm, I'll be checking out more now that you don't have to just watch it on Wednesdays. I'll be checking it out the whole series. Cool. I just don't know where else to Finger find. You're on the trigger over there for something. Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, I've been looking at these, and I can do an interview. <laughs> you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, say, say hello to you, McGregor. Hello, you, hello. McGregor. Yes. And uh, beside him, there's the poster. What's on that poster? This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and now I noticed there's something on the floor by your chair. Can you grab that? Possibly. Well, just, just do it, okay? You can tell me what this is. I really don't know what that is. <laughs> it was besides your chair. But, hey, you'll be happy to know. Me and you? Right. Apparently. <laughs> no, no, you'll be happy to know. This friend of mine just had a baby. That's 
good news. Yes, and I they've been saying it's mine. You must be very proud. Well, no, not really, because she's not my wife. <laughs> you were the chosen one! <laughs> <laughs> Remember that analogy I had earlier about the digging through the shit for a little gold nugget? <laughs> yeah. This is the Good audio job. version. <laughs> Apparently. Your move. I think Rob needs to get a <laughs> Oh, no. This is the Rob show right now. So. I don't think so. Oh, I <laughs> you and it disagrees. You don't know that. Oh, that's oh. old Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Sir McGinn, Alan McGinnis got in here. How'd that happen? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> well, the table is raising. Okay. Interview's over. <laughs> really? Yes, it's over. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Why do we let him play with us? I don't know. It's his house. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, was... I cannot interfere. No, oh, he's oh, tried. <laughs> well, at least, he, but he can still talk. <laughs> <Yes>. Run, Luke! <laughs> run! Who's Luke? I don't know. I just wanted to hit that no button. Luke here. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, bye, soundboard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh man. So that, yeah, that, that's all I had for my list this week. I had a very short week. I got busy doing other things. Couldn't really sit down to watch much, though. So. Sons episode two. Oh, oh, of course, yes, I watched that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shall we discuss? Yes. Wow. I I thought there was going to be something up with that that shotgun and those. Well, but well, they, okay, as as when they threw it in the van and they zoomed right in on, it, I went plot point. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I went something's going on and then when they when they got the guys at those two guys address I went oh those guys are so totally dead <laughs> yep. and now Indian Hills knows that they were backstabbed yes. by their own yep yeah and obviously that must have been Jury's boy right it has to uh, he had that, that much of an emotional reaction it had to be his son yeah they did they did get tight on those dog tags but they didn't Get tight enough to make out names or hold it long enough. Like yeah, it, it should have held a little longer. So, but like you said, like you said, that reaction that he had when he came in, there's a relationship there. Yeah. The question is now: the Chinese are supposed to be coming there. Is he still going to be there when they show up? And I would be. Where surprised. does this go now? I I'm expecting this is going to end up blowing up the entire Suns organization. Oh yeah, I think. Not just not just Indian Hills versus Redwood. I think the whole organization is going to explode. Well, everybody's going to pick sides. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's going to be a civil war. <laughs> it's going to be a bloody brother war. against brother. Yeah. But I, I do believe when the Chinese get there to find these two guys that have taken their heroin, there's going to be oh one guy there. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. uh, I've noticed Tig is the master of surveillance now. Oh, jeez. Ah, <laughs> <women> right. yeah. <laughs> Are you getting hard? <laughs> and, and then what did, what did he do? He did something else to him a little later, and he, like, kept it going or something. Like, he's just totally creeping right out, left oh, and the right. Phone, the yes. phone call. Because yes. when Jax was asking for directions, the Tig just jams it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tig's character. I think Kim Coates is amazing as that guy. Um 
Now, I'll always remember him as Tig, but the first time he's ever stood out to me, go back to, even though the movie had a lot of issues, Waterworld. He was in that? He's the guy he barters with. How the hell did he survive career-wise? <laughs> That's a good question. He, he's the the other sailor that he barters with. Oh, you're acting like I've seen it. <laughs> Come on. You've seen Waterworld. I have not seen Waterworld. Really? You are so much better off. Uh-huh. I actually but still went to the movie theater to see I, that one. Someone told me to give it a good, honest watch. I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, it, that movie stands out in a, as, as a serious point in movie history for being one of the biggest bombs of all time. Oh, it's good. Oh, with the biggest, the biggest wasted budgets of all time. So it's... You, just as a historical point, you should see it. Sadly, it's not. Heaven's Gate is bigger. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Kim Coates is another sailor that they meet on the on the water, and they barter for, because he's got, I think, paper. Yes. Yeah. He had paper, and he wanted some alone time with the women, with, with either the little girl or the woman. So did he wait for someone with rocks or scissors to show up? No. Just papers in high demand. Dennis Hopper. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, Kevin yeah. Costner makes the deal. He gives him the woman, but then he changes his mind. But Kim Coates, he's just so freaking crazy in that scene. So, it's Tig in the future. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, there's a little bit of foreshadowing, I'm thinking. There <laughs> is not. The craziness? There's there's a little bit of craziness in there. Nobody not, well, has Sons bit. of Anarchy in any of their minds when... No, no, but I'm, I'm saying look at that actor. Say, Boy, he foreshadowed the crazy Tig. Bullshit. Now, you can't say that. You can't. No. The actor. Stop. You can see no, he does crazy it. well. Oh. See, now, you now, can say that. Okay. You can say that when you say, when you go. That's kind of what I, I, that's what I meant to say. And the anarchy, Kim Coates plays a very good crazy person. You cannot say. That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to imply. Now, I could be wrong. I have not watched Braveheart in a long time. Oh, Who was the Irishman? Was that that wasn't Kim Coates? Was no, it? no. He had a similar look, and for some, I, but I haven't watched Braveheart in a very long okay, time. The similar look is male and white with That's, black hair. That just I don't know. For, in my mind, what I'm picturing, he looks very similar to him. But it was, but it wasn't him. Deals with the Irish? Maybe I don't. I'm just saying I haven't seen Braveheart in so long that I can't Holy remember who exactly was okay, that guy. Why haven't you? Because we just had the the Scottish Independence vote, and you haven't watched Braveheart over that. No, I have not. And I work with a Scotsman, and his his family, his his parents live just outside of a town that's half on fire right now. Half on fire? Yeah. What half? Top or bottom? I don't know. Ah, that was good. But God, because, of riots, because of riots, their town is half on fire, and his parents aren't too far from it. He's surprised their house isn't, though, because apparently his mom voted one way and his dad voted the other. So. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> what are you doing with that yes shirt on? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I got it with your no shirt. Why? <laughs> now, what you said, wow, and... What? Yeah, I did. Do you realize how long Kim Coates has been around? His real first appearance was on Miami Vice. Wow. Whoa. The TV show. Damn. 87. I know I remember. He was on another TV show. Uh, Hang on. There's Night Heat Sons. and Diamonds. There's C- Cats and Dogs, War of the Worlds, uh, TV movie, La Danse du Scorpion, Dracula the Series, uh, Against the Law. These are all the TV series. Scales of Justice. These are probably a lot of uh, old street Canadian legal stuff. Scene of the Crime. 
material world. Madonna uh, video? No, it's a TV series. Huh. Seriously. It's a Madonna series. <laughs> the Hat Squad. Secret Service. Dead Before Dawn. Oh, that's a TV movie. Street Justice. Didn't we say that already? Oh, Street Legal. Oh, Street Justice is what comes next. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Counter-Strike. Lonesome Dove, the series. I Know My Son is Alive, TV movie. The Spider and the Fly, TV movie. RoboCop, the TV series. The Shamrock Conspiracy. There is a RoboCop TV series. Very brave. Wow. Okay. I know RoboCop made an appearance on a WCW pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who hasn't? Was he uh-huh. champion? Did no, he, he, no, that was Arquette. I was going to say, See, did he get the belt from David Arquette? Waterworld. Drifter. Yeah, I already saw that. <laughs> no, RoboCop actually, somebody somebody was locked in a cage and RoboCop came out and uh, broke open the cage. Oh, not handy. Yeah. And that was all they used RoboCop for. It's RoboCop with Universal products. Yeah. Because they were filming at Universal Studios at that time, weren't they? Uh, sure. Well, an this was in D.C. Oh, okay. FX, the series. Kung Fu, the legend continues. Wow. Poltergeist, the legacy. TV miniseries, The Last Dawn 2. Total Recall 2070, TV movie? I don't remember that. Nope. Oh, and then it turned into Total Recall 2070, the TV series. Nightman, oh my god, Higher Ground, Level 9, All Souls, there's a shitload of TV shows. The Outer Limits, Earth Final Conflict. He was in Black Hawk Down. Yep. We're not talking movies, dude. Shush. (laughs) That would be stupid on a movie podcast. Yeah, no kidding. Because we're talking about TV shows. CSI, he was on. Uh, Let me see. TV movie... CSI New York. I wonder if that was a carryover. The Dresden Files. Andy Barker, P.I. What? <laughs> Do it scary? That was in 07. Smallville. Really? Cold Case. Uh, he was in a video game called Prototype. CSI Miami. Holy crap, he hit all the CSIs. Prison Break. Human Target. That's where I saw him. Is it? Entourage. Which show? Prison Break or Human Target? Uh, Human Target. And Sons of Anarchy. Wow. Guy's been around. He has. He was in Resident Evil Afterlife. I don't remember him. I never saw it. I think I only saw the first I two, maybe three. Recall. I think I saw it. I lost track. You look at that long list, though, and he'll... Probably now only ever be known as Tig. Well, it, it, it's, it's his biggest hit. It's, it's his biggest role, and Tig, Tig, he 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 leaves an indelible mark on your brain every time he hits the screen. No, 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 not indelible mark. It's an indelible stain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Xander is, has started watching Sons from the beginning, and yeah. he just finished the uh, first season. So, after Donna, he said, I can't believe he did that. I said, oh, just wait. <laughs> I just did the the last three three episodes of season two. Yeah. And uh, the very first one is where he finally broke down and told Opie what happened. Ah. You know, <laughs> Poor Opie, Opie kicked the crap out of him, yes. <laughs> and I always thought season two, they went to Ireland for some reason. 
but no, it's season three. Yeah, that was at the end of, at end the of end season of two. two is when he's on the dock and the babe's gone. Yes. Yeah, so I'm caught up now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that last episode was killer. And it, it was a lot uh, slower than the first one. Yeah. You know, I, now the pacing comes in. Yeah. The, uh, again, juice. Get the hell out of charm. <laughs> oh, for the love of everything that is holy, get the hell out of charming if you wish to live. I thought for sure he was about to turn himself in when he started dialing the phone and then you see that he's calling Chibs. I thought for sure, oh, is he actually going to turn himself in? Yeah. I'm thinking he's, if he doesn't turn himself in, he's going to try and sacrifice himself in a, in a last ditch kind of thing. You think so? I think he's going to go out, but he's going to go out with some redemption. Yeah. We're getting a flicker noise. Oh. Uh, I oh yeah, that's dropped down. Dropped out again. Um, I believe Juice is going to make a colossal mistake, and he's going to be killed accidentally by somebody not in the uh, Suns organization. Uh, Chucky, Chucky. <laughs> I do love how Chucky was protective of Gemma. Oh, that was so cute. Yes. It's back. <laughs> yes. He's yeah, like he's like the uh, protective chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. I'll be great outside. <laughs> what are you going to do with both fingers, dude? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, he said the, the, the discovery of, uh, Unser's, uh, new gig oh, by geez. Gemma. That just shortens Unser's uh, lifespan dramatically. Yes and no. Gemma can use that. If she's smart about it, yeah. But if Jax finds out about it... Oh, yeah. Do you think Unser knows or suspects that she killed Tara? I don't think he has a clue I, no. right now. He, he doesn't act like he knows. He's he's. I think he's legitimately trying to find who killed Tara. He thinks he's doing it for the greater of the club. Like, yeah, right. But... Now that now that Gemma knows that he's on the case, she can throw the red herrings out and keep Unser farther away from what's going on. Because as soon as Unser finds out the truth, it's going to be so much, much worse than not just the Chinese war that's going to go on. Now you have the, uh, the internal disruption. Yep. Big time. Just... Uh, but you just have that for sure. You know something bad's going to happen there. Oh, yeah. I just hope it's... I hope she doesn't try and pull like a Black Widow thing where she lures him in like like she's finally giving in to him. And then, uh, boom, you know, she, you know she would do that. Uh, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, I hope it doesn't. I But you... Gemma, there's no level she won't go to. So obviously, I can see, see, I can see her doing that just so that she throws him off, so he's not expecting it, and then blind shot done. Uh, Well, we'll see. Like, I I believe, like I said, that 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 subplot has got a lot of legs on it, and once we get the 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 Chinese in the Sun's War going full steam, and then you have the Indian Hills subplot rolling in there as well. Once you get those two going and you start inserting Gemma clues, mm-hmm. that that's really going to start screwing everything up. 
See, I got uh, going into a little bit of history, and uh, you know, Bobby. Yeah. I was watching Batman Begins the other day. Yeah. And there he is. Yep. Detective Flash. I, uh, well, a couple weeks ago when I watched uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, the second one, he's the detective in that, that they torture. He's got to make all the all the DE agents look away for five, 15 minutes. Oh. So they torture him with the rat in the bucket. Oh, that. The club. Oh, God. That's, that's Bobby. been so long since I've seen that. That was Bobby. And he was also in Seven, too. What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was Brad Pitt. But oh. Yeah, he was in that movie. That's the only thing I know from Seven. What's, yep. in the box? What's in the box? Yep. So I can't wait for this week. Why? What's going on this week? Sons episode three. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of shows at all. I know Sons. I you know, just I want the whole. Just give me the whole season now. I, I don't want to wait anymore. But there's so many shows that'll come back this week. It's just going to be a big TV week. Gotham starts. Gotham starts. I think. And the worst part about this is I'm on afternoons this week, so I oh. use everything. PVR. Yep. Don't have one. <gasps> <gasps> with the head. She says you better hurry up and get one. I'm not that. Uh, I, I will find a way. Exactly. To happen. So if it's meant to be, yeah. it'll be available for download. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got. Oh, I trust me. I know they're out there for download. Most of my shows that I do follow, I end up hey, downloading I the next day. You're listening to this. Oh well. Just incriminated yourself. Oh well. Oh, oh well. Okay. Sure. Thanks for bringing the show down. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can go on without me. Yeah, let's try it. Give it a shot. So, how you doing, Mike? Good. You? I'm doing great. How'd you? Uh, what'd you think of that uh, movie shoot that we did the other day? I thought that was excellent. That was a long day. It was a very long day, but you were awesome as a cameraman. I, I, I am a human tripod. That's right. Not even going there. <laughs> See, we hey, can do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that camera was getting awfully heavy at the end it of the day. It does. You pick it up, you're going, oh, this is nothing. Half hour later, ooh, an hour later. <laughs> Four hours later, yep. and just going, hey, they're on the San Andreas fault line. Holy crap, why are we looking at his feet? <laughs> In between takes, you just start doing curls. Just oh, things I, the between takes, I threw that thing down on the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not want to hold that thing any longer. It was... Uh, it was a lot of fun, though. It was. I have a nice burn because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should see my handy work with tape in a plastic gun. Yes, you tape did a great a job. Plastic gun. Oh, okay. Rob's now playing charades, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're pulling footage upstairs, and I forgot. It's probably done. Probably. Yes. Uh, no, I, it was, we, we had a... Needed a gun, and um, it looked too plastic... Okay. Because it is a plastic gun. Yeah, it was plastic. It was plastic. So somebody had dropped off a nice roll of shiny black tape. It was weird. It wasn't electric tape. No, it wasn't electric tape. But this stuff, it was really good. And because it had the orange safety thing on the end of it, right? I had to take the tape. I had to figure out how to get the inside and outside right. covered. So I got that. And I hold it up and I'm looking at it. I went, that's not bad, but it's not done. Uh-huh. And You're an artist. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and then they said, I, I put some on the uh, the barrel on the top. I went, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. And they were doing table reads, and I, and I was looking at the gun, and I took it from... 
I, I took it from the actor, and I sat in the chair that he was going to be sitting in. And I sat there, and I, and I held the gun, and I went, and I looked at it, and I went, all right, there's some things I that are going to be on camera that I needed to dress up to make it not as plasticky. Things so, needed to be seen. Yeah. So I they said the, the the side rail, I said it had the uh, the the screw head the screw holes right. to keep it together. I covered those up, and I said it, this tape is so good. I said you could just put it on, and it just forms right to it. You get it nice and tight, and it's like a nice tight fit. So it, I was I think I did rather well with it. I think you nailed it. Like it looked really good. Now, from what I've heard about, you know, jobs on a, on a filming set and whatnot, okay, you were a cameraman, but I also heard uh, a key grip is just a guy standing around with a roll of tape. So, add key grip to your resume. Definitely, yeah. 4% now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 4% of nothing, still nothing. I know. So, it's up to the editor and the uh, marketing plan to uh, give mm-hmm. me my 4%. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking those jobs off. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> just, just write him a check now. Yep. Here's your quarter. Ah, it's a raise. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thinks movies are great. Yeah. Make so much money. No. No. It's like wrestling. You got to do it because you love it. <sighs> sure. Or be Mike. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. That's this week. You don't seem so sure. Eh. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be fun, and I don't know. It's hard to explain unless you actually have done it or really do it, because I know what I'm going to be putting myself through. I know what CK is going to be putting himself through. I know what we're going to be doing to each other. And how... You're just doing that Cena match. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're fine. Yeah, well, yeah. It's as long as I get to keep playing Brock Lesnar, I'll be okay. <laughs> just don't do any moonsaults. That's not going to be an issue. <laughs> or the, no, it was a shooting star that he did. Or sorry, shooting, shooting star, star, press. star press. Yeah. yeah. And if I, you, or if you do, don't land on your face. Oh, he was more neck than uh, <laughs> Yeah. It, it, it seriously looked like he was trying to commit suicide when he tried that. <laughs> See, the problem with that is when he was doing his training in Ohio Valley, he had to do it all the time. Because in Ohio Valley, they didn't have rope ropes. They had cable ropes. So a big cat like that could get some nice spring off of it. When he gets to the Fed, he forgot all about that. Then he goes, WrestleMania, I'm going to try this. And then he went to do it off the ropes, and he just about killed himself. And when you factor in that, he'd been up in the Fed for probably two years at that point and had never done it on those ropes at all. So two years out of practice doing it. Oh, yeah. Let's add a little bit to it, too. Yeah, WrestleMania. Oh, he's all he's all pumped up. Big show. No, no, no. It was Brock. No, no, no. He's on the big show. Oh. No, it was Kurt Angle. No, he's... Oh, he's <laughs> Turn my mic off. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Push it away. That's fine. 
Yeah, we lost him. <laughs> I know. Keep going. Yep. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. So, news. Yes. Morgan Freeman has signed on for Ted 2, the sequel. I'm in. I yeah. love the first one, so I'm in. He is a civil rights lawyer, apparently, that uh, comes to Ted's rescue when the foul-mouthed bear finds himself experiencing some legal difficulties. I think it has something to do with getting married and there's legalities involved with that. 
Maybe. That and bringing hookers that poop on carpets into the... <laughs> yeah, that's never good. Oh. But uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried's in it instead of Mila Kunis. Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder why she's not back. Uh, although we do know that Mark Wahlberg will be returning. Oh, I hope so. He kind of has to. Yeah. The two of them. What I... We haven't heard because yes, there is a Magic Mike sequel coming, and now there's a there's a Ted sequel coming. Can they please have them open on the same weekend again? <laughs> that would be sweet. Because I, I just love that whole demographic when you looked at it. It was the only weekend in movie history where the guys were going to see the movie about the teddy bear and the girls were going to see the movie about the strippers. We'll never see something like that again. No, Darn. if we have your way, we will. Darn. What else we got? Uh, let me see. Andrew Garfield. He blames the studio meddling for the uh, lack of bang for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because he says that some of the film's problems were due to studio interference. One of the key criticisms of the film was that the narrative arc was a little incoherent. So he went on and said, I read a lot of the reactions from people and I had to stop because I could feel I was getting away from how I actually felt about it. For me, I read the script that Alex Kuzman and Bob Orick, or sorry, Orsi wrote, and he genuinely loved it. There was this thread running through it. I think that what happened was that the pre-production, production, and post-production, when you have something that works as a whole and then you start removing portions of it, then the thread is broken. It's hard to go with the, fo- the flow of the story. <laughs> certain people at the studio had problems with certain parts of it, and ultimately the studio is the final say in those movies because they're the tent poles. So they, you have to answer to those people. Yeah. I, I enjoyed both Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man Two. I yeah, I could see where they're, they're they lose a little bit of consistency in the story, but all, all in all, it's still a really fun flick. I still haven't seen it. Neither have I. I want to, but I have not. I really, really liked it a lot. With that movie, I was hooked on Giamatti being the rhino. And when I find out you only get the rhino in like the last five minutes. It's like the Dinobots. Yeah, that's, yes, that's that's the biggest gripe I have for Amazing Spider-Man 2. But I can get past it because I really enjoy the rest of the flick. Ah, yeah. As long as they give us more of Giamatti rhino in three then I'm good. If if they if that's all we're gonna get of that character, then I'll be pissed. I think he might be disappointed. Well, they're they are supposed to be doing a, a standalone Sinister Six flick as well, so they better have Giamatti in that. Or what? You're gonna fire Hollywood? No, I, and they're gonna. I think <laughs> they'll lose a lot angry. of the fan base. I think they'll lose a lot of the fan base. Okay, but they're gonna do what they're gonna do anyways. So if they think that. Giamatti and the Rhino is too expensive. They're going to cut them. Uh, I don't know. And I, like I said, got to see how things play out. That, if, they, if they only give them five minutes of screen time, that means they're not that invested in that character at the moment. But it just. But like, you don't know when you'll get to see more. I'm not holding my breath because they they just don't. Rhino is not a main character. He's not a, a top-tier bad guy. Although, from what I hear, this one could be because of the suit. It's not, you know, the the Rhino suit. Right. Like no, it's, it's a power armor. It's a walking tank. Uh, Spider-Man versus Iron Man. There it is. That's, uh, that's what they want, but... 
Well, it wouldn't be Iron Man. It'd be Iron Monger. Yes. Yeah. But I, I just call me a comic book purist. I like the rhino in the comic book. My One of my favorite rhino stories, it's rhino. He, he At the start of it, they said, this shows a picture of the rhino. And he goes, this is rhino. He's a manic depressive. And sometimes he's high, like he's good, and sometimes he's low. This is one of his low points. This is a Hulk comic book. Rhino disguises himself as Santa Claus <laughs> to ha- to sit in a mall and take the kids' Christmas wishes. Now, Hulk recognizes him. This is Grey Hulk. Okay. So they start throwing down in the middle of the mall, and there's... The cute little blonde girl with the, the, the pigtails. Mr. Hulk, why are you punching Santa Claus? <laughs> that's cool. I like that. that. It was a fun story. But that's, that's the rhino that I know. Yeah, I can't see that. Kids sitting on a mechanical rhino's lap. They would know something. Yeah, I would think so. Santa Claus, why are you clicking and whirring? <laughs> why do I smell diesel? <laughs> Well, Mark Ruffalo desperately wants Ryan Johnson to cast him in Star Wars. <laughs> they worked together in uh, The Brothers Bloom, and uh, he was asked whether he'd want to be in it, and he says desperately. My email to Ryan after all these years was, Ryan, congratulations on everything you've been doing. And by the way, if there's a part in Star Wars, please, anything, please consider me, uh, please consider considering me to join you. Two considers. Really, Mark? Hmm. Auto, auto correct failed. No uh, kidding. But yeah, so he's uh, looking to get into Star Wars too. He's a, he's a fanboy trying to get in the door. That's what it sounds like. Wouldn't you? No, oh, absolutely. Well, see, <laughs> so he can can r- hardly fault the guy for wanting to do Star Wars movies. Oh, no kidding. Hey, cast me. I'll be the new Porkins. Come on now, let's <laughs> blow me up. <laughs> What? Too soon, buddy. <laughs> Too soon, <laughs> Get over it. The Battle of Yavin was, what, 30 years ago, 40 years ago? Get over it. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> he was he was not pulling up at all. No. <laughs> Actually, I think he pushed the stick forward, and he went power dough. He was like a Stan Lee character, like the most cast. Like, what's your name? Porkins. Oh, and you're 500 pounds? Go figure. I still want to know how they got him into that <laughs> For the lenses. <laughs> Keep the... dropping that droid on him until he gets in there. Quick, get the panther butter. There's a whole lot of Crisco. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, a new trailer has arrived online for The Judge with Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall. Have you heard this? Yes, this does look like a pretty intriguing flick. I don't recall. I know I've heard of it, but I honestly can't remember what it's about. A judge? Judge Palmer, you've been on the bench how long? 42 years. Just lost your wife. Tough day. You're tired, in the dark, visibility poor. Do you remember hitting the victim? I'm going to impale your father on a first-degree murder charge and you get a front-row seat. So tell me what happened. This was an accident, period. Any decent lawyer can argue this easily. And by decent, I mean honest. We both know you didn't intentionally hit him, right? But if we can gain sympathy from the jury, they'll never convict you. I sat on the bench in that courtroom for 42 years. The people in this community trust me. They trust the law. 
I'd rather die in prison than be remembered like that. I can't help you if you won't let me do my job. You're a lawyer. He's your father. You leave now, you will regret it. I don't need preparing. You've never sat on a witness stand. You've never been in that seat. He was tough. Remember fishing? He used to tell us all to be quiet. Yes, you're scared scared of the fish away. He is a liar who thinks he can operate under the color of the law just like his son. My father's a lot of unpleasant things. A murderer's not one of them. I have memories of us. Any of them. Why? Was I tough on you? Yes. I did what I thought was right. You cannot lose this case. You're not my lawyer. You're not my lawyer. You're on the stand as a witness. Answer my question. You and I are finally done. But we're not done. your father is a holier-than-thou prick determined to see what he considers justice served. My father is a holier-than-thou prick determined to see what he considers justice served, so it's going to be a light day. <laughs> That's fun. That looks good. There's no star power in that movie at all. No, oh, no. Robert Downey Jr., Robert Duvall, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yes. And Gomer what, Pyle. Gomer. Oh, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, Vera Farminga. What, what stands out for me in that trailer is how young Downey Jr. looks. Oh, no facial hair. Downey Jr. does not live a stressful life. <laughs> nope, not at all. He's so young. Like, is he, like, bathing in the the, the blood of a innocence or something? Like, <laughs> come on, there's something unnatural Dude. about Dude. his... You're not supposed to say that on the air. Oh, oops. Oh, great, you've killed us all. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Between the RCMP and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yes. And Disney. Now. Man. Okay. I, you know what? I'm adding to it. Fight Club. It exists. <gasps> you should do more than that. You should wrap that cord around it. <laughs> it's all I can do legally. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, there's another one called The Homesman coming out with Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. A Western. I have not heard a thing about this. Have you? No, I this is the first time I heard of it. Nope. Hmm. Let's see. Green band trailer. Boo. I like red. You ever know a woman by the name of Mary B. Cuddy? No, sir. Who is Mary B. Cuddy? Mary B. Cuddy? Is as fine a woman as ever walked. Is that a man or a woman? Yep. Oh, wait, it's Hillary Swank. You're not dead. Help me. If I cut you down, will you do what I tell you to? Hell yes, I will. Anything. I got a job of work for you. My name is Cuddy. Mary B. Cuddy. Where's Mr. Cuddy? I live uncommonly alone. What's the job? Three women in this country have lost their minds. Their husbands can't care for them properly. You and I are going to take them back across the river to Iowa. I need someone who can hunt and guide and help with the animals on the trip. It's your job, and you sworn to do it. That's why I set you free. Three crazy women for five weeks is a lot more than I bargained for. Your journey will be long, difficult, and dangerous. I expect it will. Are you scared? You're going to meet three kinds of people out here. Wagon trains that don't want to see crazy people. Freighters who will surely rape you. And you're going to meet Indians who will kill you. Dear Lord. They've ridden all this way in that box. 
You must have had an awful winter. We did, ma'am. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, look down upon thy daughter. Bless her in this undertaking. Grant her thy strength. Guide her with thy grace that she may carry home these poor souls. We beg of thee. Amen. What do they want? Whatever we got. If they think we're worth the trouble, we're dead. Something happens to me and get in the wagon quick as you can. You shoot the women in the head and then shoot yourself. Perhaps you don't realize what a grand thing you're doing taking these poor, helpless women home. If you don't, I assure you, I do. This might be the finest, most generous act of your life. Okay. I'm not sure about that one. See, I love westerns. I'll wait for that one, I think. Well, you have to. It's not out yet. No, but (laughs) I don't think I'll be hitting the theater for that one. No? No. No, wimp. (laughs) That was all. Just a wimp. (laughs) Random noise? (laughs) Yep. Will Ferrell confirms Mugatow. Is that how you say that? Mugatu. Mugatu will return for Zoolander 2. Oh, because there's so many unanswered questions. We are actually supposed to do a read-through of a sequel script soon, said Farrell, and Mugatu is part of it. As soon as I heard that a Zoolander 2 was coming, I just had a, a feeling of dread. And now I'm I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, no, it's not a limb. Mike, I think Zoolander 2 will top Anchorman 2. <laughs> Impossible. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a race. If Will Ferrell played any other character than the exact character he plays in every role that he ever does, then that might be interesting. That being said, I'm never going to see a second of any of that movie because I didn't even see Zoolander the first time around, and I have no desire to see to see one or two. No, no. I'm of the same boat. I know enough about Zoolander to know to stay away. Ah. You know, yeah. This is when when it's used as a stupid meme. I like. I don't. I don't want to waste my time with uh, watching this stuff. Mm-hmm. I said I got snake bit bad enough on Anchorman two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. It's just if I'm not interested in Will Ferrell anymore. I've seen everything that he's done. There's nothing. There's nothing that he does that's new. No. It's it's the same type of characters, given different names and It's the same shtick. It's it's the same. I'm not yeah. <laughs> Zoolander is I don't know, I just it, when I think back on it, I can think of like two moments that I chuckle slightly, but all in all it it loses a lot. And Will Ferrell is Will Ferrell. He's crazy kooky. He's always weird, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. I I think we talked about range uh, a couple shows back. Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything like that. No, no. It's, it's the same thing. Well, speaking of that, here's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, the new trailer came out for his new movie called John Wick. Now, I have no idea what John Wick is. 
but he's out for revenge. There's something about his dog getting killed. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm oh, there is a dog, too. Okay, now wait a second. If it's about a dog getting killed, I will freak. I think it is. Well, I think that's going to be one small plot point, but I'll, I'll explain after why I said that. Okay, play. I want to play. You like that, huh? Nice ride. Thanks. How much? Excuse me? How much for the car? She's not for sale. You have good day, sir. Daisy. <laughs> I lost everything. That dog was a final gift. Keanu Reeves gets carjacked and his dog gets killed, and they make this a fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck my dying wife. Jonathan, you got out once. You dip so much as a pinky back into this pond, you may find something. All right, we're done with that one. <laughs> now, the reason why I said that is because I saw a meme the day after that trailer popped up of just Keanu's faith. I think it's from the poster for that, and it says he saved the world in the Matrix. He protects the world from demons. Uh, he's one of the greatest samurai of all time. You're really going to kill his dog? That's that's what the meme said, okay? That's what the meme said. I have not seen the movie, that, so I'm not basing I'm just going by the meme, okay? Don't shoot the messenger, but that's oh. what the meme said. It says all that, and it says you're really going to kill his dog? If you have the audacity to bring me that kind of message, you are getting a bullet right between the eyes. What did King Leonidas say? <laughs> yes. Well, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence are together in a movie called Serena. They're a great the duo. Star? Probably. No. no. They're, they're a great duo. This they is well together. a pair of newlyweds building a timber empire in the 20s, California. What are you doing? Just came to say hello. Hello. George Pemberton. Serena Shaw. I think we should be married. All right, I'm done. Holy cow. <laughs> one and done. It's not one I'm going to rush out for, but I like them as a duo. They were fantastic together in Silver Linings Playbook. They didn't actually work a lot together in American Hustle, but I like the two of them. I think they make a great screen couple. And Sony is set to remake I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it gets better and better. I quit. I know what you did last summer. Let's see. Sony is set to plunder the 90s for its next horror remake, with the studio set to breathe life into its new slasher caper, I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's not a new slasher caper. <laughs> it's been written by done. screen scribe Kevin Williamson. The original was part of the late 90s boom in teen slasher movies. Uh, the story focuses on a group of teens who find themselves stalked by a hook-wielding figure they oh, hit with a car just... and left for dead during a drunken night out. Well, they've already read made everything out of the 80s, so they have to move into the <laughs> 90s now. According to the report, Oculus director Mike Flanagan will oh, write course. and produce the remake, although it's unclear whether he will also be occupying the director's chair. Is it a WWE production? 
Oh, shotgun every person in this building. It doesn't say that. What? Don't, don't, no. To no, it's not. You. It's not. It's not. It's not. To save you. <laughs> Get the tranquilizer gun. No, it's not, Mike. <laughs> it's right there on the wall. <laughs> in case of angry Mike. Glass. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. Get. I'm not trapped in here with you. I know. <laughs> You're trapped in here with me. Quite literally, I'm in the corner. I can't get out. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> it gets an, uh, uh, an official plot synopsis out. All right. Giant killer robot tries to kill humanity. Avengers stop giant killer robot from de- killing humanity. Do they? Let's see. Uh, yes. You think so? I. I don't think they win. Right. Oh. As well as establishing. Would you just completely end the Avengers, huh? No. Uh, let me see here. Pick up the pieces. As well as establishing the general premise, the new synopsis confirms Paul Bettany's transformation into the Vision, while also stressing the high stakes nature of Ultron's fiendish plan. Now, wait a minute. Paul Bettany is Jarvis. Yes. Yeah. How the hell is he going to be Vision? Obviously, they're putting Jarvis, Jarvis into a uh, body. Okay. Well, we've already seen hints of that because he took over all the Iron Man suits, right? So yeah. he's got that capability. Okay. Now they're going to take it further. House when, Party Protocol. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice name for it. Yeah, how it is. When Tony Stark tries to jumpstart a dormant peacekeeping program, reads the blurb, things go awry and Earth's mightiest heroes, including Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Incredible Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, are put into the ultimate test as the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. Again. As the villainous... This is the Hydra plot. It is. As the Probably villainous... soldier. As the villainous Ultron emerges, it's up to the Avengers to stop him from enacting this terrible plan. And soon, uneasy alliances and unexpected action pave the way for an epic and unique global adventure. The team must reassemble to defeat James Spader as Ultron, a terrifying technological villain hell-bent on human extinction. Along the way, they confront two mysterious and powerful newcomers, Wanda Maximoff and uh, Pietro Maximoff. And meet an old friend in the new form when Paul Bettany becomes Vision. And now, I'm going to jump to the next one. Oh, you're going to jump the shark, are you? I am. (laughs) Because in this one, James Darcy will play Jarvis in Agent Carter. Oh. So. Oh, all right. Uh... Edwin Jarvis is the loyal butler of one, of the one Howard Stark and is presumably the inspiration for Jarvis, the artificial intelligence system employed by Tony Stark in the Iron Man franchise. I like that concept. Of course, Jarvis is set to come to the fore, uh, come to the fore in Avengers Age of Ultron where he will make his transformation into Vision, so it's nice to see the forerunner making appearance in Agent Carter. The new series will see Jarvis act as an ally to Haley Atwell's titular pro- uh, protagonist, <laughs> <said titular>. <laughs> did, <laughs> who finds herself somewhat adrift after the disappearance of Steve Rogers. He didn't disappear. Co-starring Chad Michael Murray and Dominic Cooper. Bucky. Well, yeah. Isn't that Dominic Cooper? I thought Bucky died. Oh, no, he that doesn't make any sense. That wouldn't make any sense. No. Because Bucky disappears before Cap disappears. Yeah. Right. Flashbacks. Unless it's flashbacks, yeah. The new series is set to premiere in the States in January. Cool. I'm, I can't wait for Agent Carter. I, give anything Marvel right now, 
Just gimme, gimme, gimme. I didn't, like I said, I, I bought the Captain America Winter Soldier Blu-ray, and I did feel robbed that there wasn't a one-shot. I know. You get to look forward to them now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, we even talked about that. It wasn't going to be on there, but I still looked for it, and I went, hmm, wait a minute. Uh, Dominic Cooper is Howard Stark. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Alex Kurtzman, he's been talking about the Venom spinoff. And he's been discussing it. When he stops short of giving away too many details, he does reveal that a lot of thought is going into the adaption process. As is the case with many comic book characters, Venom has been presented in several different forms throughout the years. And choosing which of these iterations to adapt has been one of Kurtzman's biggest challenges. Go back to the basic. But give us a big Brock. Not scrawny little Tover Grace. What? Give us us the big beef. He said, if you want to do the skinny spider-esque, that's when... Ra- uh, Carnage comes in. Yes. Ravage. What was that thing? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's but, an age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. I would not say it's an easy process. I would say that there are quite a few things about Venom that are interesting. Venom had several different iterations and therefore several things that are very unique, interesting, and specific. And so I think we will want to make sure that we're making the right choices for a character that's beloved. Before Last Friday came out, we started kind of roughing out a story. Ed Solomon's going to be writing it very soon, and I can tell you too much, but I'm really excited about it. Six hours? No. Okay. Um, but that's set to hit theaters in 2017. Plenty of time to figure out what the hell they want to do with it. Yes. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I guess the cinematographer left Bond. Um, Roger Deakins. He's announced... That they're going to do uh, principal sh- uh, photography. Now they've just lost their. But the house. The, the reason this brings up is because they found the replacement. Ah, okay. Uh, Hoyt van Hoytema. That's Dutch. That sounds Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, he's set to uh, take over the thing there. That's nice. Let's see what this one says. Star Wars lead Oscar Isaacs gets silly in Two Faces blooper. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Harrison Ford is the lead <laughs> in Star Wars. How can you even be allowed to put that? I bet you Harrison Ford's name's on the poster, but not in a prominent position. Oh, it better be. And Matthew McConaughey is not returning for Magic Mike. Oh, forget it. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Why is... You, you're far too disappointed to me. <laughs> it's McConaughey. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Paranormal 5 gets a new title. I knew you'd like this, Mike. Paranormal 5 will be called Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. And will hit screens March 13th, night 2015. Stop making these movies. Uh, let's see here. Stop. No plot people details have been confirmed, although the film will mark the directorial debut of... Oh, good. Now they're letting people brand new play with it. <laughs> That's the sign that you're dying. Yep. Okay. We need we need new blood. Dan Aykroyd talks possibility of extended Ghostbusters franchise. Compares series to Marvel Universe. Uh, whoa, 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 okay. Okay, far be it for me to criticize what Dan Aykroyd does, I don't 
think so, Mr. Ackroyd. It, it, it definitely has its place in history, in cinematic history. When I, but that, come on, that's uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, I see what he's talking about. It goes not just another movie, not a prequel, not a sequel, but something in the Ghostbusters universe. So it won't be necessarily Spunkmeyer here or whatever his name is, but... But <laughs> I, I I don't understand the premise. Okay, Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters universe was those four guys in the fire hall yep. that they, they developed this technology all themselves. And they, they did this. Yep. That is the end all and be all of that universe. I can't see. Yeah. Just because like, unless they Ghostbusters, New York, Ghostbusters, Las Vegas. Okay. So they, it becomes <laughs> a franchise. Well, okay. They could take this premise. There was a fan film that I saw years ago. Um, and it was, it was, and it's going to sound bad, but it actually, for being a fan film, wasn't, it wasn't a half bad watch. So it's like it's the expanded Ghost, universe of Ghostbusters. It was Ghostbusters meets Freddy. Nice. It was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters meets Freddy. Okay. Okay. And in that, Freddy's not a ghost, right? That's where they had issues. That's where they had trouble fighting him. But it was uh, it was basically they franchised the Ghostbusters company. So in this movie, it was in L.A. So they had an an L.A. franchise of the Ghost by Ghostbusters company. So and that's so they they could do that kind of premise. I think could work if done right. But so you know, okay, if they build if a lot if, of that. if the the Ghostbusters franchise is fighting Freddy, all they all Freddy has to do is once he's aware of them, wait for them to fall asleep and kills them. Uh, for a fan film, it it worked. It was it was enjoyable for a fan film. But fan okay. film. Meaning, I'm not saying no it would logic. Work. I'm not saying it would work on a big big screen. I'm you just saying you can't the mix those two genres. Like, it, it it doesn't work. No, but the idea of franchising the Ghostbusters company could work for another movie. Yeah, but people wouldn't have an invested interest in it. Probably not. No, it'd be difficult. It's going to be a climb for them you, to get there. And see, that's why TV shows do it. When you're having CSI New York, they'll debut on CSI. Yes. You know, and you'll get to meet them. Yep. And then off they go. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that news thing we can't hear you. Sorry, let me say it properly. We don't care. Okay, Doctor Strange has officially been announced. Finally? Yes, the film will open in the U.S. Tomorrow. July 8th, 2016. Boo, tomorrow. I didn't realize it was a film. I thought that was a Netflix no. series. No. No. So they, 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 they have the four, the four characters for Netflix yep. plus the fifth tie-in. Yep. And that was... That's all they've announced for that so yeah. far. Yeah. And yeah. we're supposed to finally get that, what, January? Is when Daredevil supposed Something to drop? Like that, yeah. Well, on that one, uh, Fantastic Four has been delayed until August 2015. That can't bode well. No. Well, it's only two months. It was supposed to open June of 2015, but they bumped it back two months. So. That's not bad, but it's not a good scene, good sign, because that means they're they're willing to bump it back yet again. There's a possibility. I have a story here I want to share because I don't know if you have it on your list, and I think we're getting close on time here. That I just want to get out there. Um, One nineteen. Warner Brothers is trying to recruit David Iyer. He's the writer of um, Training Day to do a Suicide Squad 
movie for D- in the DC universe. Two weeks ago, we talked about that. Were they? <laughs> yeah. I remember discussing that. Yeah. But a suicide, a suicide squad movie. Hey, yeah. hey, That's what hey, you said then. Let, let me help you out there, pal. No, no. Turn that over. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited. I, suicide Squad. I, yep. Now that I know who they are, I want that. That's what that. you said no. then. Oh, oh, fine. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool, Deadpool movie set to arrive in 2016. Finally. Yes. Yep. February 12th, 2016 is the official release date. Give me that one tomorrow, too. Yeah. I don't want to wait. Give me, give uh, me. Let me see. I'm going to bump to this one. I was saving it for the end, but let's do it now. Uh, Charles Dance reveals a huge Game of Thrones news. Oh. Yes. Uh, Charles Dance plays Tywin Lannister, who was killed by his son Tyrion. He comes back as a White Walker. He says, you have not seen the last. Oh, how the hell? I heard that rumor. I I read that rumor that he may somehow survive or something. Oh, shit. I know. I really want to see how. What they're speculating is, although the show hasn't used it to this point... They may use flashbacks. Uh, That's the only thing they can point at to say why he would be back on screen. Okay, I don't know where they go in with the where they're going with the series in the books and whatnot. But what if it's more a, a haunting? He haunts no. English. No? No. 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 Okay. Well, we've got a red band trailer. <gasps> VHS viral. Uh, Okay. Since we were on Mike's whole, uh, <laughs> you know, cannibal thing. Cannibal Holocaust. Age restricted. Yes. We can't watch this. What? You're, you're not old enough. Oh, Age lock. So <laughs> I was born in 1960. 1902. Now we know his password. <laughs> <laughs> the date I was born, Dodo Head. Now, I could have just typed that in. How the hell do they know I'm... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Really? <laughs> no way. Hey, make that bigger. Oh, that's not, that's not a red shirt. On that tape? A secret compartment. He recorded everything. Whoa. What the hell? What the? Welcome to the show. Keep going, keep going. We can edit that out. What the fuck? Ah! Ah! Inside, it's not safe out here. Oh, fucking tase your ass if you don't get inside right now. What the hell? Oh, I want to see that. That looks fantastic. <laughs> what the hell? Holy crap. On Just when she gets sucked into the back of the chair. You got to link that to the page. Um, Damn straight. <laughs> you know what it looked like? It looked like they took a lot of like independent like YouTube horror things. Yeah. And are just, are just, it's just going to be an, an anthology of random craziness. Holy. Sweet. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, that's right in our wheelhouse. That's just like this. Yes. So, screw that 1920s building a timber uh, 
Empire. Who gives a rat's ass about trees? Now you got people getting stuck to the back of chairs. That you got was amazing. Something beating the hell out of a woman in a shower. And wow. Yeah, I'm in. That, I don't think I've seen a VHS movie, but I'm watching uh, that one. I don't know how this one's going to compare. Amy Adams and Christopher Waltz, sorry, Christoph Waltz star in the first trailer for Tim Burton's Big Eyes. I've not heard anything about this. All right, make it quick. Yeah. Come on, Amy. And I can't make this bigger. This is what it's come to, huh? You are the only living soul I can tell my secret to. I painted every single one of them. Every big eye. Me. And no one will ever know but you. It's based on a true story. You made it! You're at North Beach! Come on, let's have some espresso. What's that? Is that like reefer? Uh, you have a lot to learn. What's your name? Margaret. Wouldn't you rather flirt with those girls down there? No. I like you, Margaret. Wow, this is all happening mighty quick. I am a divorcee with a child. Walter is a blessing. Mm. You're gonna love this stuff. Why are their eyes so big? The eyes are the windows of the soul. That's why I paint them so big. I've always done it that way. Why are you lying? Sadly, people don't buy lady art. The painting says keen. I'm keen. You're keen. Smile. We're sold out. They adore you big eyes. He sells paintings, and he sells pictures of the paintings, and he sells postcards of pictures of the paintings. Good God, it's a movement. So, are you flipping for all this? Honestly, I can't believe I live here. Not I remember when Mama it. painted that. You're confused. I painted that. Uh, interesting. What is troubling you? I lied to my child. This is the polar opposite of yeah. what we just watched. I'm not going with the hell, like... Did I mention there's this VHS movie coming out? How do I get back to that trailer? <laughs> no. Son of a nope. gun. No, you got to sign off. Okay. Oh, Jessica Chaston and Oscar Isaac. Isn't he the lead in Star Wars or some shit like that? Bastard. Anyways, here's the sign Ford's off. lead. Okay. Yeah. Mike's beating the crap out of somebody next week. Yeah. 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 Uh, Is that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 Yep. Ten bucks gets you the whole seat. Ten bucks gets you your seat. But you only need the edge. You only need the edge. <laughs> yeah. I always like that line. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Sorry. That, 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 that's a monster truck one. That's where I stole that one from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's sweet. Mr. <laughs> announcer guy with a big voice. <laughs> what about you? Uh, Saturday, October 25th is our annual Halloween Halloween party, Halloween bash. Yes. Ten bucks a head, and it's a hell of a party. Hell of a party. Hell, hell of a party. Saturday, October 25th, uh, come up to the... Uh, Same day. Hey, hey, hey. Shut up. <laughs> the, uh, the Running Dead 5K Zombie Obstacle Course. Do it during the day and come to the party that night. I, f- I forgot to grab that information for you. It's in my mailbox at work. And I forgot oh, to well, it. I don't have the okay. information for you either. No, so. i got to give it to you, and they have to send it. Oh, okay, okay. I'll get it for you tomorrow. I'll get it for you tomorrow. Yep. Jason wants to give it to you. No, no, he's he's not my type. He's disappointed that Matthew McConaughey's not. Hey, what's the matter with you? You're not my type. You're too muscly. (laughs) (laughs) He likes the scrawny ones. 
No, no, not exactly. But that's a whole other show. <laughs> Holy crap! On did. that note, <laughs> for another week of the movie Manos, this has been Mike, and Jason, and Rob. Oh, next. See you next week. Bye bye. See ya.